This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Charmaine and the Finisher. I'm your greeting this morning. Who's on the line? Good morning. It's Bernice. Bernice, good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. And happy Triumphant Tuesday to you. Thank you. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Charmaine and the Finish, and I'm going to greet you this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Sister Lisa. Happy Tuesday. God bless everyone on the call. Have a great day. Hey, hey. Happy trying for Tuesday to you, Sister Lisa. Have a great day also. Thank you. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Clinic of Victory. This is Charmaine the Finisher. I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. This is Leomia. Have a great Leomia. day, Good morning to you. Good morning. Nice to hear your sound this morning. Yours as well. You have a blessed You you too. Thank you. Good morning, Susie. Hey, Susie. Good morning. Happy Triumph Tuesday to you. The same to you. You have a wonderful and blessed day. You too, Susie. Thank you. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Charmaine and the Finisher. I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, Brother Michael. Brother Michael, good morning to you. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Thank you so very much. You too. Have a good one. Mm-hmm. Anyone else want to say good morning? Who was that? Do we have any first-time callers who want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Charmaine and the Finish. I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? So quiet this morning. I thank God for a new day. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Charmaine. I'm finishing it. I'm agreeing this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Love to hear your sound. Good morning. This is Mary. Good morning, Mary. Good morning. 
Thank you. I'm doing well, thank you. Great, great, great. Have a nice day. Thank you. Oh, you're quite welcome. It's a triumphant Tuesday. Good morning, Karina. Rochelle, have a good day. Good morning, Cheryl. Happy triumphant Tuesday to you. You have a great day also. Thank you. You're welcome. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Troy the Finish, and I'm the greeting this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Hey, Tarina. Good morning. It's Christina Joy. Good morning, Christina Joy. Happy Drive for Tuesday to you. You as nice well. Happy Drive for Tuesday. Thank you. Have a great day. Good morning. It's Krishanda. God bless you. Krishanda, good morning to you. God bless you. Too. Okay, anyone else want to say good morning before I get started? Good morning. This is Tina. Tina, good morning to you. Happy Triumph for Tuesday to you. Thanks for thank calling you. in. This good morning, Trina. It's Didi. Love you and thank you for um, checking on me. I love you. Happy Tuesday. I love you too, Didi. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and get started. I need everyone to please check your phone. Again, everyone, please check your phones to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Tarina The Finisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. Be sure to continue joining us during the month of June, where our monthly theme is entitled Sanctification Better Part. All of our declaration will focus on the importance of sanctification and being set apart to do and hear the will of God so that you can execute his plan for you, for you. There is no announcements today, and there is no prayer request submitted by the app, but we, uh, please live for uh, everyone that's going through bereavement. Also, um, I had a dear friend um, named Keola. Um, had lost her grandson. Uh, he was only three years old. Uh, you can lift her up for me. Uh, continue praying for Didi and Prosperous Pam. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father God. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise, Bernice. Declaration, Beverly, then we go right into closing comments, hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Bernice. Declaration, Beverly, then we go right into closing comments, hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is from Colossians 3, 5. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desires, and covetousness which is idolatry. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute and to let to come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer warrior, Bernice. Everyone, please have a blessed and awesome day. Jesus loves you, and so do I. Good morning, everyone. Acts 
34 and 31. And when they had prayed, the place they were assembled shook, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God with boldness. Father, in the name of Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, once again, we come to establish our legal right and we take dominion and declare victory. Spirit of the living God, thank you for keeping us in perfect peace as we keep our minds on, your, on you. Your peace we receive. We come in the name of our, resurrect, our resurrected Jesus, who we are and who we serve, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Lord God Almighty, we have gathered here in this place of intercession and our position is at your feet. We welcome you, acknowledging your presence, that where two or three have gathered together, you are in the midst. And what an honor it is to have you here with us. Father, thank you. Second Chronicles 7, 13 through 15 um, tells us that if I shut up the heavens and there is no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Now mine eyes shall be open and my ears attend to the prayers that is made in this place. Father, forgive us for crossing lines you have set, for words spoken that do not bring you honor and glory, for thoughts we have entertained without casting down those vain imaginations. Open our eyes. Help us to identify anything and everything that causes us to sin. We choose you, Lord Jesus. We choose to serve you. Forgive us, God, of grace and mercy, for we know not what we have done or what we do now. Lord, help us to take every thought captive to obey Christ, our Savior, who is our blessed hope and soon coming King. You're the one who will rule and reign for all eternity. Now set us apart. We come with purpose and we declare victory. Holy Spirit, lead us and guide us as we press with purpose to pursue you. I thank you, Father, for what you will do and how you confirm your word with signs and wonders. We declare victory and we declare it with purpose. We declare it, um, that, declare it knowing that you're setting us apart. As we enter into your gates, we thank you for all things that are working together for our good. Jeremiah 29, 11 and 12 says, For I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper and not harm, plans to give you hope and a future, that we may call upon you and pray to you, and you will listen. And for that, we thank you. We declare victory for miracles and healing. Jehovah Rapha, God who heals, you said that we can come and ask for every need of life. Therefore, we thank you for your touch, your word, your miracles. We rejoice in your healing. Sickness and disease have no power over any one of us. Father, we come and we just thank you um, for, for um, blessing, putting your hands upon 
um, Kiona, and Didi, Prosperous Pam, oh God. We thank you, oh God, that you have them in the palm of your hand and that you're doing all that you need to do, everything that you need to do, oh God. And we thank you for it now in the name of Jesus because we know that your word is pure and it is true. And if you said it, we believe it. So, Father, Jeremiah 23, um, 32 and 37 says, behold, you are God, God of all flesh. There is nothing too hard for uh, for you. So give comfort to those who are bereaving, oh Father, who have lost a loved one, oh God. Help them, oh Father God. And, and we know that there's not much that you can say, that we can say or do, but you can. You can place your hand upon them and you can hold them close alive and righteousness. You have given us abundant life and we received that life through your word. You sent your word and you healed and delivered. Thank you. Your word is like a fire, like a hammer that breaks a rock into pieces. So by your stripes, the stripes of Jesus, they are all healed. They're strong and no weapon that is formed against them can prosper. Every agent of infirmity must loose its hold over their lives over all of our lives. Jehovah Rapha, thank you for the anointing of God that will flow from our lives to bring healing, deliverance, and hope to others in the name of Jesus. Jeremiah 33 and 3, it tells us that if we call upon you, you will answer and show us great things which we do not know. We thank you for the great things. We declare victory for our city, our state, our government, and this nation. We thank you, Lord, for bringing change to the politics of our nation. Thank you for changing the voices of influence to speak in agreement with your word. We ask you to send laborers filled with the spirit of wisdom and might to surround our leaders with godly counsel and advice. We also ask you to remove from position of authority those who stubbornly oppose righteousness and replace them with men and women who will follow you and your appointed course for our government, this nation, oh God. Heavenly Father, we thank you for, for the government, for our cities, our states. We pray that um, everyone, that you pour out your spirit upon them and make your word known to them. Let those complete and blameless before you stay um, and and stand strong on our behalf. Increase them in numbers with hearts that are for you, God Almighty. For that, we thank you. Spirit of the living God, we pray and we pre beseech you as we bring families, marriages, and children before you. And we declare victory for families and marriage. In the name of Jesus, we thank you that you watch over your word to perform it as you promised in Jeremiah 1 and 12. You said that you watch to make sure that your word is fulfilled. We thank you that you are the head of the entire family in heaven and on earth, and we thank you because you deeply love families and we lift them up to you. We know that your thoughts about the family are too many to count and no weapon form shall prosper. So we bind and rebuke any plans meant for evil. Father, we pray that all of our family and friends dwell under the shadow of the Most High and they remain stable and fixed and found doing things that are righteous in your sight under the shadow of the Almighty whose power no foe can withstand. They will say of you, Lord, the Lord is my refuge and my fortress, my God on him I lean and rely on. 
in him who I confidently trust, for then you will deliver them from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. Then you will cover them with your feathers, and under your wings they shall trust and find refuge. Your truth and your faithfulness are a shield and buckler. Father in heaven, you are their confidence, firm and strong. You keep their feet from stumbling, being caught in a trap or hidden danger, and for this we thank you. We declare victory for our children. I can do all things through him who strengthened me, Philippians 4 and 13. Lord, give the children the strength to do what they need to do every day. Courage. Give them courage. Impart bravery as they face the challenges that are before them. Give our parents the wisdom to teach them properly. Train them up as they should go. And when they're old, they won't depart from it. If they leave, they're going to come back. Father, we just thank you, Joshua 1 and 9. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Thank you for being with our children wherever they go, that their hearts, that their hearts will be calm and peaceful as they go through their day and in their sleep at night. Give them a sweet sleep. Help us to teach them to not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made be made known to God. Philippians 4 and 6, Jehovah Jireh provide for all that they need, for stamina, for spirit, for finances, for every day, every child that is born, you have already given them enough to make it. You, they come with it, oh, Father. For that we thank you, for we know and want them to know that you, God, in heaven will supply every need according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus, Philippians 4 and 19. Give them direction, Lord. Lead them as they begin to make more and more decisions. As they get older, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding and all your ways. Acknowledge him, and he will make straight your path. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Lord, help them. Keep them safe. In this increasingly unsafe world, protect them from harm and wickedness. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Psalm 91, 1 and 2. Fill them with the kind of joy that um, can only come from you. Make yourself known, O oh Father, in everything and every experience that they have. And as we enter into your courts with praise, we thank you for all you have done, and we declare victory and all that you're going to do. Father, we just thank you, O oh God, as we take our phones off of mute and we enter into your courts with praise. We thank you for your mercy, for the hunger, for righteousness, for forgiveness, for purity, for providing our needs, oh Father. We just thank you. Thank you, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your prayer. Thank you, Lord. 
we thank you for our Thank you,
And for that, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for the blood of Jesus and your precious lamb. In the name of Jesus, I pass the call to the declarer, Beverly. Praise God. Amen. Please, can you hear me? Yes. Uh, Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Thank you, um, Bernice, for that prayer. Thank you for that power. Thank you so much um, for the comfort in that prayer. Um, Trina, I want to thank you also for your dedication and uh, all the time doing what you do. And I also want to thank... Rochelle and Natasha for their background work and the things that they do for the reminders. <laughs> I just thank you. Um, Father God, pour into me so that I may be able to exhale you and none of me. Allow who I am to come out and only through you. In the name of Jesus. Our amen, our um theme of sanctification set apart and um my message with a subtopic is going to be God's power, purpose and plan. I'm going to be coming from Luke uh ten one through ten, also ten nineteen, Isaiah forty three and seven, um, Jeremiah twenty one eleven B and I will have another scripture for you, but I will get to it later. <laughs> uh, amen. Luke ten and uh, nineteen says, "Behold, I I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all uh, the power of the enemy." And nothing shall by any means hurt you. So when we first begin to feel the stirring of God's love in our hearts, we begin to wake up spiritually. And suddenly, instead of being just a mother or a father or a son or a daughter, a student, a teacher, an artist, a professional, or a sports enthusiast, we discover that we are so much more than we could ever imagine. In fact, we are souls, each of us a magnificent and multifaceted jewel of radiance, of complexity, of uniqueness, and of love. It's a wonderful thing that we, that we are all created in God's image with infinite possibility and infinite potential. Don't doubt yourself. We are souls. You are magnificent and multifaceted. One of the first things, importantly, that we need to ask ourselves as we begin to begin to awaken our spiritual potential is, um, why am I here? What is God's power? What is God's purpose for me? And what is God's purpose for our lives? The longing in our heart to know what God's power, purpose, and plan is for us to begin a new directive in our lives, God's power for our lives. 
A police officer weighing about 260 pounds may effectively stand before an 18-wheeler um, and with an uplifted hand and a badge and shout, stop. This police officer certainly can't stop the truck with his physical force, but with the authority of his badge, because he is appealing to an authority greater than himself, which is the law to back him up whenever necessary. Your authority over Satan is the same identical way. Your authority does not rest in your strength. In fact, you cannot overcome Satan with your power, but rather with kingdom authority from God. And you have that as a child of the king, you have his authority to overcome every attack of Satan with the almighty power of God. Interesting that we don't always use it. Luke 10, 1 through 10 says, after this, and maybe I should give you a moment to go ahead and turn to Luke 10, 1 through 10, and I pray that you have your pencil and your paper and you're ready to take some notes. Amen. Luke 10, 1 through 10, I hope you're there. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them two by two ahead of him to every town and place. Now, before that, he sent out his disciples. Um, he was uh, about to visit, and he told them, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers to his harvest, into his harvest. Go. I am sending you out like lambs among wolves. Carry no purse or bag or sandals. Do not greet anyone along the road. Whatever house you enter, begin by saying peace to this house. If a man of peace is there, your peace will rest on him. If not, it will return to you. Stay at the same house, eating and drinking whatever you are offered. For the worker is worthy of his wages. Do not move around from house to house. If you enter a town and they welcome you, eat whatever is set before you. Heal the sick who are there and tell them the kingdom of God is near you. They were given direction. But if you enter into a town and they do not welcome you, go into the streets and declare. So in the text, Jesus has sent out the 12, but now he sends out 70 men on a mission. He had asked that prayer be given to the Lord of the harvest for workers to go out into the harvest. And then he says to these, go. He is sending them as lambs among wolves. There will be danger and hostility as wolves often represent those who consume their enemy. Yeah. They are known to, to travel light stay focused, and keep their mission a priority. They are to rest in the knowledge of God, that God will provide for them. They are to stay in one place and offer a blessing of peace. But if unwelcome, the blessing will recede from that house. Hmm. Their main responsibility is to heal the sick and declare the arrival of God's kingdom. They are to travel in pairs. We can assume that Jesus' directive is for safety and for mutual encouragement. If you have to do something dangerously or risky, you want to have somebody with you, right? 
it's also a sign that we're in this thing together as followers of Jesus. And and again, in Luke uh, 10, 19, it says, Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. It says again, Behold, see, I give, I grant unto you power that authority to tread, to walk on, on serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. God gives us power to tread upon the serpents and the scorpions. Serpents and scorpions symbolize Satan and demons. The serpent is crafty, deceiving. It glides and it slithers, dangles and darts. It coils and it is venomous. Moreover, the serpents swallow their prey to devour them. They crush so as to make one empty vessel. Jeremiah 51, 33 through 34 says, For thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, the daughter of Babylon is like a threshing floor. It is time to thresh her, yet a little while, and the time of her harvest shall come. Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, hath devoured me. He hath crushed me, and he hath made me an empty vessel. He hath swallowed me up like a dragon. He hath filled his belly with my delicates. He hath cast me out. May the violence done on our flesh be on Babylon, say the inhabitants of Zion. May our blood be on those who live in Babylon, says Jerusalem. Side note. So for those of you who don't know, the threshing floor is a place of separation and revelation, a place where the harvest was prepared by separating the grain from, um, uh, for the purpose of exposing and collecting the most valuable part of the crop. I hope you understand where, what this is saying to you. They do, um, they do violence to one's flesh. Jeremiah 51.35 says that it's serpents bite, the scorpions sting, the sting of death is sin, the strength of sin is the law. You can find, um, read 1 Corinthians 15.56 when you get a chance, but death and the grave have no victory because God gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Our labor in the Lord is not in vain. Philippians 4.13, we should all know this one. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. I can do to be strong, to have power, strength to overcome, to be a force. I can do all things, anything, everything through, in, by, with Christ, which strengthens me. Hallelujah. The power of God is already in us. You have the Holy Spirit. Spirit residing in you, and you have the authority of Jesus Christ to do according to his will. Your ministry is in you to do great things. We can strive to build such a relationship with God that we wouldn't think twice about laying hands on someone to heal him or her. We would just act in the name of Jesus and show forth the power of God. We will be witnesses of God and bear witness of him to the world just as his disciples. Stop doubting. Amen. <laughs> a man walked into a talent agent's office to see um, if there were any openings for a specialty act. What do you do, the agent asked. 
I imitate birds, said the man. Can't use you, said the agent. Bird imitations are a dime a dozen. You're just wasting my time. Get out of here. Whereupon the man flapped his arms and flew out the window. Now that's power. <laughs> oh, I just thought I'd make you laugh. Hopefully you did. <laughs> so God's purpose for our lives, Isaiah 43 and 7. Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. I have formed him. Yeah, I have made him. Even everyone, all, each, totality, that is proclaimed by my name, the designation of God, for I have created, shaped, formed him for my glory, my honor. I have formed him. Yeah, I have made him. Because I have formed him, yeah. It's like, yo, yeah, I have made him. I did that. (laughs) If we, as a people, want to understand God's purpose for our lives, we need to take a snapshot of Isaiah 43 and 7. Because it was written when the people of former Israel were caught between a dead past in Jerusalem and an unassured future in Babylon, a foreign land. Now, Their home was a new superpower of Persia rattling its swords against the current protector, Babylonia. What was next, an unknown future? Was it devastation, terror, famine, homelessness looming in the horizon? Where is the Lord in all this, they ask. Where is our God? They were afraid in this verse. And God reminds his people that they have a bright future we believe. He promises to gather them together and bring them back to their promised land in the millennium, and this will become a reality. Once again, Israel will again rest in peace, and the chosen people of God will occupy all that is theirs. What a day that's going to be for them. So according to the Bible, our purpose, the reason we are here is for God's glory. In other words, our purpose is to praise God, worship him, and to proclaim his greatness and to accomplish his will. And this is what glorifies him. Therefore, in this, we find that God has given us reason for our existence, a meaning for our existence. We were created by him according to his desire, and our lives are to be lived for him so that we may accomplish what he has for us to do. When we trust the one who has made us, who works all things after the counsel of his will, then we are able to live a life of purpose. Ephesians 1 and 11 says, in him we were chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will how the particulars of that purpose are expressed is up to the individual as a free agent. It's up to you. Praise God. The right thing to do is bring glory to God because there is no one greater who is worthy of trust, adoration, and worship. Therefore, for the believer, we are to live to bring glory to God. Simple. How do we do that? It's through prayer and study of his word, the Bible, 
and worship and praising him so that we might better know what he has in store for us. So if we don't read it, we don't know it. So how can we be more powerful and how can we use that authority? Just a question. So this verse explains that when God says he made us for his glory, he does not mean that he made us so that uh, he could become more glamorous and glorious in himself. Instead, what Isaiah 43, 7 means is that he created us to display his glory. That is, his glory might be known and praised. This is the goal of God, which we must be aligned in our hearts and actions if we hope to escape his wrath at judgment. So God's plan for our lives, Jeremiah uh, 21 and 11 says, and touching the house of the king of Judah, say, hear ye the word of the Lord. It says, hear ye the word of the Lord. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. I was raised up in a church, uh, in the church learning Bible stories, understanding the experience of God's people in the Old and New Testament, learning and reciting the Ten Commandments, experience how to discern right from wrong, you all remember those uh, Easter speeches with those uh, with our new clothes on. Ladies, we had on our little poofy dresses with our patent leather shoes, whether they be black or white. We had on either tights or ankle socks. Legs and faces shiny from Vaseline or Crisco. And the boys mostly had on their black slacks with a white shirt or a tie. And a jacket if it was afforded. And if there was no jacket and mostly... Uh, there was no jacket. Uh, he had on that white shirt that was uh, buttoned up to the Adam's apple. <laughs> oh, but if, uh, uh, most importantly, we were developing trust in God, even though sometimes we can't trace him. I saw examples in the church of people who sacrificed their time, talent, and their treasures. They were people who were extraordinarily generous, and especially of teachers who were loving and caring. And without any formal relationship, I had several mentors in the church showing me what it meant to be a faithful, thoughtful, and caring, caring follower of Jesus. What has happened to this 21st century church, to the care and the love, and we walk in the church and People turn and turn their heads and look the other way. What happened? Let's be totally honest that leaders have an awesome responsibility. Whether the rulers are presidents, congressmen, mayors, or council members, their task is to build societies based on righteousness and justice. When those in positions of civil authority see lawlessness, violence and wicked behavior, they must do all they can to execute true righteousness and justice among the people. They do this first by being personally upright and honest in their own conducive conduct. Then they use whatever authority and influence they have to lead others to do what is right in their relationship with others. A good leader is one who sets an example and leads others to live righteous lives, 
lives that are characterized by justice, love, passion, generosity, and service. During Jeremiah's prophetic ministry under the reigns of King Zedekiah, the people had made a covenant with God and broke the covenant. And Zedekiah had issues with their uh, indication that Nebuchadnezzar was planning war against Judah and wanted the Lord's attention and wanted Jeremiah to consult God on these trivial matters. In the past, God warned the people repeatedly that their disobedience would meet with anger and judgment on the land of the people, but the leaders refused to listen. The leaders and the people preferred dead idols to Jeremiah's message that we ought to live for God. But instead, we listened to everything and everyone else but God. The leaders and the people preferred pleasure to personal holiness and fleshly satisfaction rather than sanctification. The people and leaders preferred trusting power, politics, and godless neighbors to simple faith and real relationship with God. We must remember, as the people of God, that failure to heed the redemption message will often lead to destruction. God's word demanded uh, during the day that the king execute justice throughout the nation by rescuing the victims of oppressors and criminals. If the king failed to rule in justice, God's wrath would fall upon him like an unquenchable fire. The point is that all the kings stood accountable before God far more accountable than the individual citizens of the nation. Hear that. Our creatures, our pastors, and ministry leaders are all to lead with equality or else God will strike with execution because of our immoral behavior. Now, just because God has a plan on your life doesn't mean that you are living according to that plan. You must yield yourself to his plan and say, Lord, you know what I need more than I do. So, I yield myself to your plan. Take me and make me the kind of woman or man that you would have me to be. And that's God's power, purpose, and plan for our lives. What does God's plan look like in the world? What does God's plan look like for me? How do I know if I'm following God's plan for me? Well, I'm glad you asked. What does God's plan look like? For the world. Though we continue to be a people that rebel against God and struggle with sin, salvation in Christ secures our eternal place in heaven. Jesus will return to earth to complete the restoration of God's people and creation. Until then, our purpose is to tell people about Jesus verbally and visually by the way we live our lives. Don't Bible thump them. Tell them in love. God's love is life-saving, merciful, and compassionate. Through Christ, the power of the Holy Spirit lives in us, and his love flows through us. Now, what does God's plan look like for me? What does God's plan look like for you? We are all moving parts of God's kingdom, bringing glory to him through all that we do. Full functioning in God's plan feels like a personal conversation. He is faithful to lead us, When we ask him for direction, God's plan for our lives is rooted in working hard with the gifts and the talents, whether we sing, whether we speak, whether we dance, whatever it is to do, it is rooted in us. He's given us an order 
is giving that to us in order to meet the needs of our community and around the world. That's God's plan. So how do I know if I'm following God's plan? Hard work, self-control, discipleship, and wisdom have a lot to do with the will of God in our lives. Daily time in prayer and in God's words direct us. Paul wrote uh, to his mentee, Timothy, all scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. That was a direction. James wrote, do you merely listen to the word? That's James 1.22. Do you merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself? Do what it says. Says, do what it says. Do you do not? I'm excuse me. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. God will meet us where we are, and place people purposely to admonish us and and guide us. Praying and studying the following those scriptures and others will remind and encourage us that God has a plan for his people. And this is what sets us apart. I'm done. God, I thank you. I thank you for this message. I thank you for the word. I thank you for inclining ears to be able to hear, relate, and understand why and how we are set apart in the name of Jesus. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and amen. Um, If you came on late and you want to say good morning, uh, you may do so right now. Amen. Unmute your phones. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Thank you for your declaration. God bless you. Good morning, Sylvia. Good morning. This is Juanita. Great declaration. Good morning, Juanita. Thank you. Good morning. This is Moxie. Uh, awesome. Awesome declaration. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning, Moxie. Good morning is persistent, wonderful declaration. Very good. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning, persistent. Good morning. This is Prosperous Pam. Wonderful declaration. Good morning, Prosperous. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, Teacher Beverly. It's Rochelle. I love you. Have a blessed day. Awesome declaration. Good morning, Rochelle. Love you, too. Thank you. Good morning, Miss B. Awesome declaration. Good morning, Miss B. Thank you. Good morning. This is Yolanda. Awesome declaration. Good morning, Yolanda. Good morning, this is Patience. Thank you for the decoration. Good morning, Patience. You're welcome. All right, anyone else want to say good morning? Well, all right. Does anyone have any comments that they want to add to this, if they want to even impart in someone? Um, 
please do so. You can do that right now. Talk about a little bit about God's purpose, his power, and his plan, and how we are set apart. Good morning, Didi. How are you, beautiful? Good morning, Didi. How are you doing? I'm better today, um, at least um, physically. I'm, you know, I'm trusting God for everything else, but I want to tell you and your beautiful twin that I love you guys so much. Um, this word this morning, I know I hear everybody say wonderful declaration. I'm not going to say that. What it did for me was make me go, okay, I'm about to get in that word this morning <laughs> to see really what his word is saying to me for my purpose mm-hmm. and some things that I'm missing. Um, and I think that I love how strategic um, Dion has been with just giving, like, staying on one topic. And so this is so good. And then you're, you are always the kind of teacher that, because the, you're animated, <laughs> so you kind of sit up to listen. <laughs> but, again, like I said, I, I'm not disagreeing with anybody that says this is a wonderful declaration because it's a lot to declare and to um, tie the, the scripture so it makes sense. I know what I needed to hear this morning, and I thank you for that because um, sometimes if we're not careful and we don't really know what God is speaking directly to us, we might be a little off, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to know what his purpose is for for us, we got to know what his word says to us, and it's all individual. So I just thank you, and I really, when I say I love y'all, I'm, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about because you guys are just amazing sisters and um I love you. So thank you for the word this morning. Love you. Love you too. Love you too. I think it's very important for us to understand what God's plan looks like um, for us and for the world and what it, and it looks like for yourself. And I love it that you said that you, you know, need to go in and find out what that is. And so if we don't know, you know, we know that um, what God his plan and how he created us. He created us to make sure that we are um, uh, praising him and, and, and honoring him. That's the purpose and to make uh, people understand and recognize who he is. That's part of the plan. And the other part of the plan is for us as to how we look and how we talk and when we're out and about and what we say and what we do. See, because we are representatives. Just like you being with, you know, your spouse or your significant other, and you out and about and looking good together. You know, you on his arm, she's on your arm, and you look good together. Well, you represent each other. That's what God wants us to do is represent him by when we go out and about. Let our light shine. Let it shine. Not that angry face. Not that. No. Mm-mm. What does God's plan look like for your world? Anybody else? Thank you, sister. Teacher Beverly. Um, yes. I, you gave so many scriptures which are so applicable um, that we need to apply them, but that James 1 and 22, and not just looking at words on the paper um, mm-hmm. and just saying, you know, that's what the word of God says, but wearing it as a badge, as you know, uh, you know, just um, it, it says to prove yourselves actively and continually obeying God's precepts and not just listening to it through somebody else. Um, 
who hears the word but fail to internalize its meaning. That part right there uh, is so important. You know, yeah, we just don't just be merely just, you know, passing by or, you know, seeing stuff in, in concerning the word and allowing it to go over our heads or being, you know, uh, we, we would say in the world blinds where it goes over our head, but that's not the case because he gave us the Holy Spirit that's in us that connects mm. and gives meaning to the word if you allow it. So you said so much that just hit right there that we can't just be listening and, and looking at the word, but to apply it and know what it means for your life. Um, so I love you. Thank you so much for your teaching. And it, it you, you do hit the spot every time. So I love you. Thank you. I love you too. And um, I think you're right. I think James 122 says it all. It's do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. That is just powerful. You know what? That's probably the only scripture that um, we need today. Do not merely listen to the word. Sister, thank you. And, 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 and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. More instruction, more directive. Um, hey, Sister Beverly, I just wanted to thank you again for your declaration. It was amazing. God, to God be the glory. As he gets all the honor and praise. Um, I, um, and this is Christina, I like how you said, how you talked about God's plan, not just um, to set apart us individually, but collectively as the body of Christ. Um, yes. And because he has a plan for us, a divine plan, that is what sets us apart. Um and it's been that way since the beginning. Also, how you said you don't Bible thump others when you're sharing his light, but you show them the love. Yeah. Um, it's almost like love is the light that draws them to God, you know what I'm saying, or that yeah. draws them to Christ. So thank you for right. that. It was awesome. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Christina. Praise God. I think that what both um, Christina and um, Rochelle said is is pretty um, awesome. It's pretty powerful that when we we follow God's plan, only the positive can happen. Um, when we only listen to the world to the word, we bring it allows us without even knowing. When we only listen and not read and put his word into our heart, mm-hmm. it allows us to bring the world into the church. And I think that right now it is probably the most important time in our lives today that we turn back and we go and we pull out and understand what the word is saying and then go and deliver it to God's people, to the believers and the non-believers. That's what um, you had addressed in your, and declaring. And I think that every one of us today on this line has a responsibility to live for God and Mm -hmm. to do his works. Women submit and men commit the word 
of God. And then go, go ye therefore into all the land and profess his yeah. words. I like that. Awesome. Thank you, good buddy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. So I I I, I uh, like what you said. Um, is is how the you bringing the world into the church, and when we um, have started doing that, there was a change. There was a shift. And we need to shift back to bringing the word into the church. Take out that L in world and bring in the word back to the church. That means bring the word back into yourself. Don't just listen. You have to figure it out and find out for yourself. How do you think that you can have, get the authority of God and the power of God when you don't even have it? When you're only listening, you have to read it for yourself and apply it. Now, that's when the Ruha, the word, the breath of God is going to be able to get inside of you because you are discovering and finding out for yourself. And that's God's power. That's God's purpose and that's God's plan for you to be able to get in there and get it for yourself. Somebody says, oh, as I'm reading off the scriptures or whatever, and I might say, um, you know, you can read it later. Uh-uh. You might need to stop. You may not everybody. But you might need to stop and read that for yourself. You need to confirm that this is what the word of God is saying. Confirm it for yourself. Don't just take somebody else's, um, what they say. Don't just take it as the gospel. No. Take it, read it, and find out what his plan looks like, what that power that God has given you and the authority. You said, well, I can't lay hands on people. I can't heal people. <laughs> That's maybe because you are uncertain. You need that confidence, and you need to go in and get that word, and you need to build and build and build and build it into you, into what God created you to be, and then exhale it. Lay hands on folks. With confidence, but know that you know that you know that you know, and that's confidence. What does God's plan look like? What does God's plan look like for you? And the only way for you to know is to read it and discover it for yourself. Amen. Anybody else? <laughs> Yeah, good morning. Good morning, Sister Bailey. This is Persistent. I just want to say thank you um, because when you express um, your teachings, uh, they come across uniquely you. You have your own voice, your sound. And for me, um, you ignite my mind. So I can imagine some of the things you say. Uh, but in the timing of it, it's, it's always good for all of us, especially for me today because I'm pursuing my purpose. I'm finding my purpose. And it's a wonderful act of discovery. And um, that's what's wonderful when you are, you know, um, discovering or in the word and you're just acting upon what God tells you. Um, and with, with faith, 
Yeah. Uh, you're discovering more and more about yourself, your purpose, before you were the person that you are today. And so that's mm-hmm. why for me to today, it was richly wonderful because of that. I'm, 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 um, I sense that I'm finally on the right path. Um, mm-hmm. And that feels really, really good. So, you know, when you, especially when you told the little cute little snippet about the boys and the girls and showing up in church and what they had on, um, absolutely. We can all relate to that, most of us. You know, um, yeah. even though my family was, they weren't great churchgoers, but we did go for Easter Sunday. <laughs> Amen. And that's, when, and that's when you had those patent leather shoes on and you were greased down. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so it just is just that, that your teaching and the way you come across, and I just thank you for it. Um, and then your your um, little notes of humor that you add in there. It was it was it was delightful and I just enjoyed it. At the same time it, it makes you um get in those books, get in the Bible. Yeah. And have them all laid out and study, study, and that's what you have to do. And I, I know that's where I lack and that's where I have to grow. Um and that's where I'm going to grow. So I just appreciate your teaching this morning. That's all. You are so welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I like what you said about the act of discovery when um, we uh, can get that aha moment. So, ha, I got that. Uh-huh. So, maybe God is saying this to me. Ah, that's what he's been saying all the time. Duh. <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah. Yes. And so then we have to, when we incline our ear and we lean forward and we hear it, and it was like, ah, that's it. Thank you, God. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I should have known that I should have did this two months ago. Hmm. I heard it, but I didn't apply it. Mm. I love it. Act of discovery. I love it. Thank you. And then, and then yes, we did. Some of us... Um, you know, only went to church on certain times or whatever. But I do remember, you know, when I was doing though that Easter speech and the uh, Christmas uh, program and things like that, and and um, and what I looked like, what my womb buddy looked like, and we was well, back in the day they said we were shocked. <laughs> We was all shiny and stuff. <laughs> we had our legs all shiny and our ankle socks and our cute little shoes and everything. But the thing is, is that all of that was preparation for where we are today. You know, so not only did we look good on the outside, the inside was being prepared and being prepped for what we are doing today. What are we doing? God says, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper and not harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. Mm. This was planned all along. Get it? Heavenly. <laughs> yes. I'm there laughing because <laughs> going back to just, like you said, getting the, 
the the sun man i'm talking about dressed to the nines some little patent leather shoes and them dresses that for me my mom would uh get the hair done and by the time i got to even sunday school my my belt torn off my dress my shoes stuff but i <laughs> but i i got that easter speech together right and i memorized some things from easter and mm-hmm. christmas and you know the being in the um we had pageants to be we sing. We had so much to do as young children. Um, but now that I'm listening to you, thinking back to that early childhood, even as we're little morning glories, I think between three and five, and you got to, mm-hmm. it might be two little words you have to memorize, but that was preparation, you know. Yeah. And although I used to get, it seemed like church lasted forever and ever and ever and ever. But just mm-hmm. getting that that foundation, um, I'm I'm just sitting here with my eyes closed thinking about just that and how important it really was. Didn't make sense then and as I'm gotten older and um, you know, it, it it makes so much sense. It really does. But that purpose for me, I gotta know. And and it goes back yeah. to that. So if I'm not really reading the word and getting my own understanding and um trusting the word and not leaning into my own understanding, I'm be a mess. Yeah. I'm, I'm a mess anyway. But to really know what his word says to me for me, because it's not the same for you or anybody else on the call, because it, we're all um, individuals. So I just thank you. This is some good stuff. But it always is whenever you teach. You and your womb, buddy. You guys are just amazing. So when I heard her praying and you, I said, oh, yeah, this morning about to be fire. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes we do have to stop and reflect on what was um to get to the what is. And once we once we do that, and again there's that act of discovery, we realize what our plan, what God has for us. That sometimes it'll take a little longer for me than it may take for you. And it's okay. Don't beat yourself up because it didn't happen before it happened. It's happening when it's supposed to happen. If it happened today, that's when it's supposed to happen. There's lessons that you had to learn from back then. God knows because he has a plan for you. All right. Thank you, my sister. (laughs) Uh, Anyone else? Good morning. Um, this is Juanita. Um, I know you gave a lot of scriptures, um, but the one in Isaiah was, you had two in Isaiah or one? I had uh, 40, I'd say, I think it was 43 and 7. 43 and 7. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Thank you. And thank you for your declaration. Thank you for your word this morning, your teaching. You're, yeah. you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. You know what? And that is a very powerful scripture um that that was the god's purpose for our lives so and it says even everyone that means all each of you the totality of it all of you all that is called called that is called you get that that is called proclaimed by my name that's the designation of god for i have created he shaped us he formed us him for my glory, his honor, for I have formed him. Yeah, I have made him. I love that part. I have formed him. Yeah, it's almost as if you got a, 
you know, put a little swag in that. I, I formed him, yeah. I made him. <laughs> yes. Powerful scripture. I was talking about everyone, even everyone, all of us, each of us, the totality of us that is called. Mm. It is called. You called into this line. You're proclaiming something. <laughs> His name. His name, designation of God. Mm. He created, he shaped you, he formed you. He did that to all of us for his glory, his honor. You know what I keep thinking about? I'm loving this conversation, and um, I just uh, really appreciate your declaration. What stood out, keeps sticking out for me, was just great. um, I don't know why, it just stuck out to me, is... um, when you were uh, reading the scripture about and just reminding us that we're here for God's glory. Um, you know, I'm not here for what I have planned. God knows the plans that he has for me. So I just really um, liked when you broke that down about um, we are here. God um, created us and called called me for his glory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was oh, a, absolutely. a wonderful takeaway. Thank you, sister. Thank you. Yes. We are called for his glory. Now, let that, you know, um, put that on the post-it note and put it on your mirror. We are called for his glory. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Thank you, my sister. Good morning. I just want to say thank you. This is Moxie. Um, Sister Beverly, this is just such a beautiful declaration. Just your sound and, and just the visual of the understanding that came through you this morning. I just want to say thank you because it was just so clear of how we are set aside, you know, and, you know, set aside for his purpose, you know, and just trusting in that, you know. I just want to say thank you. It was just such a beautiful declaration this morning. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, You know, God has given all of us uh, an opportunity to, um, uh, he gave us hearing. And if we don't have hearing, he gave us uh, a way of understanding. So there is a a sign. There is other ways that we can get the word. There's nothing, no way. We cannot receive that word. Moxie, thank you so much. Anyone else? Amen. Amen. Everything is going to be all right. Um everything so uh if there's nothing else we have a lot of the morning left uh for those of you who have to get ready for work or um and get ready for your day 
Um, I am thankful to God that he has um, allowed me to be able to share with you all. I am thankful to God for all that he has done. And I thank God for all of our victories that we are going to win. There are so many promises in the Bible that he has given us. And we need to make sure that we read his word. We understand. We lean not to our own understanding. Thank you, Dee. We know that we know that we know that we can get it in the inside, that it will have a stirring in us, that we will get it, we will take it, and we will let our light shine to others who aren't familiar and those that are familiar who or who just don't want um, to know it. But as long as you continue to massage the word in love, we going to have an awesome, awesome, awesome ministry. Um, we are going to be more enthusiastic about what God is doing. And when we figure it out, we're going to discover that we are so much more than we can ever imagine. So if you're, if you're a songbird, that song so that music, that voice that God has given to you is going to be like satin. Um, if you are a speaker, every word that you say in front of everybody is going to flow like a hummingbird song. And if you are a teacher, everything that you do that, and you point it out to the people, they are going to understand. And it's because you have put it inside of you. It's just like you're a, a math teacher or a science teacher or anything. All that is relatable to God, math, science, everything. So when you speak it and you tell your students what the thing is and what the deal is, they're going to get it. It's not going to be difficult for them. Whatever it is that your talent, your ability is, God got you. And when you continue to feel yourself so that you can feel others, Guess what you've done? You've honored God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So is, is is there anything else? Is there any men on the line? Did we hear from a man? Uh, uh, I haven't heard. I don't think I've heard any guys tonight, to this morning. Mm -hmm. Good morning, so well. I'll just be humble and let's tell you ladies, do you what you do? It's awesome to be still and so God's God. Amen. Amen. Well thank you, brother. Thank you so much. All right. If there's nothing else from anyone, then uh Father God, we just come in the name of Jesus asking you, Lord, to Continue to bless us. Keep us in your perfect peace, Father God. Watch over us uh, throughout our day, throughout our week, throughout our month, throughout the rest of the year. I thank you, Father God, for your blessing. I thank you for the miracles that you are getting ready to show us, God, in abundance. I thank you, Father God, for the person who is trying to buy them a home. I thank you, Father God, for the easiness that will take place. I thank you, Father God, for anything that you are about to do. 
God, touch each and every person that is on this line. Bless their works. Bless their ministry, Father God. Bless their homes. Bless the extended families. I thank you right now in the name of Jesus for everything. I thank you in the name of Jesus. I will hear from you all in the morning, hear your sound, hear your voices. You have a wonderful day, and just let your light shine. Amen, amen, and thank God. Amen. Thank you. God loves you. Have a good day. You too. Thank you. Love you. Have a blessed day, everyone. Bye-bye. Praise God.